0: Hey guys, welcome back to Take Flight Podcast, episode number 102. Yes, you heard me right, 102. We are officially in the hundreds. Thank you for being on this journey with us. In this episode, we have a great one for you, and we're talking all about leadership. In some shape or form, the group of Take Flight Podcasts within this decade, from 2020 to 2030, will transition into leadership roles if they're not already there today whether that's at home, in their respective businesses or careers, or even in the local community. So in this episode, we deep dive the topic of leadership and what it means for us. We talk about good leadership and give examples. We flip the question and also talk about bad leadership and our experiences there. And then in terms of closing the episode, we get reflective. We talk about our leadership style as we see it today and where we want to be in the future. This is a great episode, guys. We hope you like it. And before the episode starts, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, if you could spare a few minutes, it literally can take only one minute if you're very quick with it, to leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. It means the world. If you haven't already subscribed to Take Flight Podcasts on whichever platform you're listening to us on, please do subscribe as well to make sure you get all the downloads whenever they come out every Monday, to be exact. We hope you liked the episode, please share feedback with us, and any suggestions for future episodes are always welcome. We hope you enjoy this episode of Take Flight. Right guys, welcome back to episode number 102 of Take Flight Podcast. Uh, this is a group episode, so we have the quartet back for this. And as you can probably tell, we are now into triple digits for our episode. So this is a nice space to to be in. Now, to kick things off, let's do our usual check-in with the gang. Daniel, why don't you kick us off with your moves? How you been?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, thank you. Um, Had a nice weekend. Watched the Tyson 3 while the fight. Had a couple of combos myself. Not fully jabbed, but you know I'm giving out the jabs. Um, so
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: doing good, doing well, thank you.
0: <laughs> I can tell you're doing good, Daniel. That's the fastest I've seen you move in a while. So those uh, those jabs were looking lethal. I think Tyson yeah, stop, Fury. In case you're listening to this, in case you're listening to this, watch out for Daniel Johnson because he's coming and he's prepped. No, no, no. Don't, he
1: don't need to watch out for me because
2: he'll he'll throw me with one jab. So I'm good.
1: <laughs> I, I, know, I know my lane. <laughs> uh,
0: but no, thanks, Daniel. P, let's go to you next. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, speaking of jabs, I'm I'm still dodging mine. Um I take my first COVID test tomorrow because I'm traveling for the first time in a long time uh to Sweden to meet the team for the first time. So really looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. Um and yeah, providing that the test goes well, I'll be on the plane.
0: So Pete, so this see. is your this is your first COVID test ever. Ever.
2: Mm. Who knows? I might wake up in the morning and I might <laughs> Might decide not to go. <laughs> it's nothing to be fearful of. <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm of. playing, I'm playing. No, I'm playing.
0: But yeah, it's, it's the first test. And you're, you're travelling for, for business, right?
2: Mm. But, yeah, all good. Family's well. Like Daniel, the fight was good. I think uh, Fury should retire. When you when you end, when you when you get knocked down twice and you with you the KO... You mean Wilder should retire, yeah? Or no, 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 no. I said Fury. Nah, Fury should okay. retire. Right, because um, okay. when you get knocked down twice, no, you come in as a Sparta, as a Sparta, Spartan, you get knocked down twice, you deliver the knockout blow, but this was the key. And you end it with karaoke, legacy cemented, cuz. <laughs> well, you know, this is his,
3: that was his first defense of his title, right? So I don't f- I think it's too soon for him to retire. No, no, nah, nah, he won't so retire because he's,
1: he's, yeah. he signed a long term deal with ESPN. So he's not gonna retire anytime soon. Even if
3: no one could beat him, he's not gonna retire after just defending his title once and then just saying hey, that's it. But, but I mean, if it, I've got I've got six kids, I'm chilling, man. No one can touch
0: <laughs> me. <laughs> anyway, so on so on that um no, thanks Pete, for sharing and on that thread of early retirement and going to a guy whose lifestyle is funded by almost fifty fifty rooms. Olu, how you doing?
3: Um every day getting closer <laughs> to that retirement. He liked that, he liked um, like that. He like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> look, look at look at his style. Look at
3: his You can tell he's leaning back. He's he's chilling.
0: He's just you're like um, yeah,
3: you know, just on a journey to financial freedom. It's, that's what P says. Um, but no, I'm good. I'm good. I got to see. So P's going to see his team what this week. Um, I got to see my team for the first time last week. So I went into our new office. Um, really nice, modern, sleek office. Um, got to meet the team CFO. Um, all the GMs they were down in London so it was good to get familiar with the team Um, it it reminds you how draining um, sort of networking is right because everyone (laughs) is new so it's always the hi my name is this is what all of that introduction with a massive smile on your face Um, but yeah it was good to meet the CFO and my manager and direct team.
0: Now, good to him, man. And just on that, on that similar thread. So, I think for me also, I'm trying to build up my travel endurance now, professionally. So it's a lot of back and forth at the moment, um, but going good. And today was actually a very special day. Today was the graduation day of my youngest brother. Um, he actually finished uni in 2020, so just over 12 months ago. A round of applause for Juba Ahmed, and actually also a round of applause for Ishmael Timbozo, well, who also recently graduated. The young guns yeah, are Chuck. coming through young <laughs> guns are coming through the future leaders the future leaders exactly I, i'm sure
3: i'm sure both of them got a higher grade than both of you <laughs> okay
0: guys it doesn't doesn't matter all right it doesn't so matter. every at the end of the day it doesn't matter it's about where you end up afterwards but now, these two young as... gentlemen
2: serpy now i'm going to just say the, the last name says timbo that's all that matters exactly <laughs> And right. just
0: plus on that, plus on that, if the last name says Ahmed, we're all good. But no, really, really proud. Um, it's been a journey for him. He graduated, finished studying last year, but then his graduation has been postponed multiple times. So it was really nice today to celebrate with the family, um, spend the day in London together. Um, and yeah, I think these moments are even more special after what we've been through collectively the last 12 to 18 months with COVID and everything else. So no, so it was a really, really nice moment and looking forward to the future. Um, and talking about the future, guys. So I wanted to uh, get your take on a topic called leadership, and this is a topic that can really shape the future, uh, and has also shaped the past, and is shaping the present as well. And with regards to leadership, why did I want to talk about this now? So we're still in the early part of this decade, from 2020 to 2030. Um, in this decade, I think it's comfortable for all of us to say that we'll be taking bigger leadership roles, whether that's in Um, whether that's at home with our respective families, whether that's in our own businesses or international careers, or whether that's even in the local communities that we all look to serve and help, leadership will be an important thread. So I wanted to deep dive this topic with you guys and get your view. And what does that actually mean for us? And I've got a couple of questions that I wanted to to tackle and get your view and hopefully have an active discussion. So first question, first things first, good leadership. So what does this actually mean to you in terms of traits or skill sets um, and I'd love to hear an example from you guys of a good leadership moment that you've been able to experience in the past that has really stayed with you. So who wants to kick us off?
2: I'm good, I'm good uh Daniel, go
0: ahead. P oh,
2: no no please, please. Yeah, no, sure. what comes to mind, I think so. There's you can leadership can come in many different forms. And what comes to mind at this moment in time is more leadership within the professional setting, so at work. Um but you can also have leadership in the school playground with small kids, you can have leadership in many different other um, channels. For me, what comes to mind, um, first thing about good leadership is the ability to set a vision that can inspire others. So being able to communicate and sell that vision to other people so that they're actually buying into that journey, right? That's, I think, the first thing that comes to mind. Then I think the second thing about leadership is understanding that it's about everything apart from yourself. So being selfless, right? And once you've set the vision in place, now I think it's your job to empower those around you to get the best out of them, to get them to reach their full potential, because ultimately it's about everyone reaching that end destination together, no one person being left behind. So people look to leader for the vision, people look to leader for the how. But I think the leader is then it's on the leader to then work on the coaching. If you look at professional settings, right? People are good enough what they need is is to be coached in areas where they can deliver on impact right they don't need to be told what to do in an ideal situation if you've hired properly right so you get the you get the vision in place because people are inspired you're coaching them towards that towards that end goal and you're constantly putting it you're constantly putting it back in others right so i think that that's some of the things that come to mind in terms of leadership for me when i talk when i think about one of my it's probably a recent example um, what's been good leadership is someone who actually created an environment where I was able to bring my full self to work. Right. So I think that's psychological safety. So, you know, kind of, you can, you can share thoughts, opinions, and reflections, and it's not going to be held against you or used against you. And that, you know, is actually taken and it's used and you're, you're building together. So um that's what comes to mind about leadership. Um Yeah. Daniel.
1: No, no, P, you you hit many nails on the head there. Um, you know, I'll I'll let your head swell up for a bit, but I liked what you said about stra- setting, strategizing, vision, and also empowering. And that's how I really look at leadership as well. In terms of leadership and what people like, I think it's very personal because there are many different leadership styles that are out there. You know, there's autocratic, democratic, or auth- um, authoritarian laissez-faire. There's a coaching style, affiliative. There are many different types of coaching styles. And I think as a person, you naturally gravitate to the one that you feel brings out the best in you. But from a leader, I think you also have to be empathetic, be compassionate. Um, You know, you hear the leading leading by example many times and it's really difficult to do, especially when you're faced with challenges and making the right decision. You know, it's never the wrong time to do the right thing. But also as a leader, you have to really understand those who you're leading. It's very easy to say, this is my leadership style, but does your leadership style bring out the best of those you're leading? You have to know everyone on an individual basis, know what makes them tick. And I use my sort of example when I was in a leadership role earlier in my career, is you have many different, the team with many different talents, diverse talent, if you've hired right, you have different skill sets, you have them having a different way of thinking, There's no one way to achieve the right outcome. So also being patient, which is very difficult, especially when you know the way to do all the right result or you can see them going the wrong path, but you also have to allow them to make mistakes. As a leader, I feel as though you allow those that you're leading to make mistakes, but also help them pick themselves back up when they've gone wrong. But also something that my manager did at the time is, you know, I messed up on a number of occasions with my role. Not bad, bad, but I had messed up and made some errors. In public, you would always defend me. In private, you understand what went wrong. So what I found worked well, what he did with me and what I took on board is, if something was done wrong, you have a, you know, have a conversation. You now, how did you end up there? And if you were to do it again, how do you think you would do it? And then you can offer some sort of support, some advice, not saying that this is the right way, but this is an option you can navigate. And something I came across, I'm not going to take credit for this, before I pass over to maybe Oli on, on his thoughts, is when we seek advice, we rarely want to be told which option to choose. We're usually seeking guidance on how to approach the decision. The best advice doesn't specify what to do. It highlights blind spots in our own thinking and helps us clarify our priorities. I'll, I'll pause there. You know, I couldn't speak probably at length for this. Um, I did an appetite flight takeaway on leadership, but... Yeah, over to Yolu.
2: Sounded like a keynote speaker. Go on, go on. on. Trying to to wrap up his credentials. I could speak at that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's also a little little plug for Daniel's Take Flight Takeaways episode as well, guys. Make sure you check out out the Takeaways episodes, by the way, in case you haven't checked them out. Because they're great, (laughs) great content.
1: I'll be be very upfront and frank, I can't recall. We've done a number of episodes since, but I believe it was 90-something.
3: Okay, so check it out if you haven't listened to it. Um, I think Daniel and P mentioned some great points that I don't really want to repeat a lot of their points. I think um, we've all mentioned the fact that vision is really important when it comes to leadership. Um, Just to add on their point, I think is being able to clearly articulate your vision because it's good enough having a vision, but for people to be able to follow your vision, you need to be able to articulate it in a clear way in which drives passion and allows them to then be able to figure out the tactical steps to reach that vision. I believe everyone should understand what the vision is, the five years, 10 years, what that main goal is. And you should be able to clearly communicate that to your team, take feedback on board, and be able to um, get your team motivated to figure out the tactical elements. Um, Another key element, which I don't I think it was mentioned in certain ways. Um, But when I think about leadership, good leadership, I think about accountability. Um, And I think that is one word that I always find where from when when I've led teams and I've had great leaders is you take the accountability. So if something doesn't go right, right, I think Daniel mentioned it in terms of it outside facing, the buck falls on you. You never try to pass it down on your team. You take that total accountability. I think as a leader, I always think good, bad, the butt falls on you. But then even as an exceptional leader, when something does go good, that is then your opportunity to empower your team and allow them to shine. So that's the next element is how do you empower your team to put them in roles and opportunities where they can succeed, get um, exposure especially externally, and be able to grow and develop themselves. Um, I think you can look at that in terms of a career. You can look at that in terms of friendship is how do you empower people and make people comfortable enough to take risk and grow and develop? So I would say those for me are my three key points of what I when I think about a leader is really accountability, um, vision, and being able to communicate, clearly communicate, that vision and drive motivation and passion. And then the last one is really around um, how do you really drive empowerment within your team? So empower them to be able to take opportunities, develop and get exposure.
0: I love it, love it. Yeah. yeah, sorry, P. go ahead.
3: No, I'm gonna say develop and empower to the point
2: where the, I think one of the one of the measures of success for a leader is if you was to step out of the environment that you've been leading, can it continue to operate as well as it has been doing with you yeah. and that's that's i think also a key piece we're going through that experience now at work um and yeah i think i think i think leaders need to look at if i if i didn't come in today or if i didn't show up today you know could it run without me could people feel as inspired and that goes back to everything you said to communication and articulation um sure your thoughts please
0: i just had a quick question for for olu um did, did are there specific examples Olu where you've you've had interactions with a particular leader or a particular moment where it's really carried through with you um in terms of a leadership moment
3: so in in regards to vision and
0: communicating so
3: um my new role um I'm the capital allocation leader and I been I was having like daily calls with the CFO where he was sort of sharing the vision and the strategy and how we were going to allocate um funds for next year and like i mentioned a great leader is able to communicate and clearly communicate the vision so anyways um two days later i went away sat down started brainstorming putting together a few pages for a review with a cfo sent it over to my regional um or business cfo and he started laughing the reason he started laughing was he was like i'm going to send you a page and he has tried to basically, we have basically created the same page of the vision for how we were going to spend. And he laughed because he said, no your way of presenting it was actually clearer and we're going to actually go with your page instead of mine. So again, that's the part about, it's okay to have a vision, but if you're not able to clearly communicate that, then it's difficult to, for another person to understand it, get behind it. and And again, the part about empowering He, When it got to the point of presenting to the CFO, right, of billion dollar company, he said, look, I'm going to sit back, you present, and I'll chime in as needed. So again, it, it wasn't just enough clearly setting the vision and me figuring out the tactical and working, but he said, I'm going to give you an opportunity to empower you and shine and get exposure with the CFO. So.
0: No, I love it. Love those examples, Olu. And very, very, very subtle, humble flexes there with the numbers and the titles, but all, uh, <laughs> but all, uh, all good. There, I think. Um, to close out, I think I really agree. I love hearing what you guys were were saying, and I and, and I think what I loved about it is that they are applicable in so many different areas. I think we talked about different things, but I think if you if you were to apply any of those in business, in community, in family, then a lot of these traits are very common as well. I think the only one thing that I would probably add is for me I think the the leadership component before people can lead organizations or teams or their own companies I think there's an element where they need to have leadership on their of their self Um, and I think the leaders that really have stood out in my mind are the ones where you feel they are in control of their own feelings their emotions their thoughts and even when they're not you you know that they are if that makes sense so I think having that leadership on Themselves is something that has definitely played a part, and it's and it's a, a, a foundation for for strong leadership. In that's terms a, of example. That's actually quite
3: interesting, well. Um, I don't want to divert us completely, but interesting. Why but I, do you disagree? Agree? Or... No, I'm just. I've never thought about it. Right to say, if someone has like their personal life completely all over the place, yeah, can they be good leaders within the workplace? or is but, like i've never really considered that yeah
0: but i think so probably just to add a bit more meat to my comments so being being having leadership of yourself that doesn't necessarily mean that um, there's unexpected personal situations or there's mm. like a separation or you're dealing with family issues i think those things are just natural life happenings right mm. and sometimes it can happen i think leadership of self is more They give themselves the time to reflect on their own actions. They prioritize their health to put them in a position to really bring themselves to their leadership and their team. In that sense, I think personal circumstances, you can't control them to a certain extent. It's just really more on leadership and self, your actions, your health, your mindset, these types of components. But
3: I'm not thinking more about situations. I'm just saying poor leadership in their in their personal life so situations happen right same as situations Mm. happen in the corporate world right good bad Mm. right but I believe good leadership in good or bad situation is still good leadership so I'm just wondering like someone that quote-unquote could be a father right and if you were to ask his family members might turn around and say he's not a leader at all he's like he can't manage xyz all right but then in the workplace could they be able to switch on and be able to be I know we're diverting and it just, when you said that, it made me think about, no, is, it, is it aligned it... to both elements of you or is it just, um, can you switch on for a specific area?
0: It's an interesting perspective to have. And I think it comes down to personal definition. For me personally, the good leaders that I've seen have this personal leadership for their own life and their own actions, which I really admire. And this is something that I've thought about and and carried through. And probably just a couple of quick, short examples of good leaders. And I think this ties to some of the the traits that we've been talking from my side. I think one leader that very early on definitely looked at empowerment. He looked at um, giving us the space to learn. And as someone that both Pabula and I have had exchanges with it's a gentleman called David Murray, who very early on in our career back in 2012, when we were interns, he was the most senior person on our floor, but he would probably give us the most time compared to the other people that were working there. And that's a clear example of empowerment, giving people the space to express themselves and also feeling seen and heard. And I think that's a, a great example of uh, of leadership that has definitely carried, uh, carried through. Um, But guys, I think we've talked about the good signs and the good signals of of leadership and the good traits. But let's flip it a little bit, because I think we see leadership examples in the media of things that maybe we wouldn't do or leadership that seems a bit haphazard or leadership that seems to be kind of making things up as we go along. We see bad examples. So I was wondering from your perspective, guys, when you think about bad leadership, what's maybe the first thing? that comes to your to your mind or what what's the thing that when you see it it's a big red flag and you think i want to avoid that at all costs daniel do you want to kick us off again
1: why not um i think (laughs) it's 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 quite wouldn't say harmful to call someone a bad leader i think it's very difficult because just because someone might be doing making a wrong decision doesn't determine and give them the label of a bad leader Similar with boxing, everyone's got a plan till they get punched in the face. And with a leader, depending on the severity, I know we've been talking about a professional aspect, but every leader will have a vision and have a strategy. That's great, you have a team of 10. Tomorrow, 15 leave. What are you now going to do? You had a vision, you had a strategy, but now you're facing a, a huge uphill challenge where there's gonna be a lack of resources, gonna be an overload of work, work overload, and now you're trying to do many different things. What I'm trying to say is a bad leader wouldn't say there's a, it's a title, but things that could gravitate to someone being ineffective in their role as a leader could be having lack of compassion, lack of empathy, lack of understanding. And I think those traits I, I point out because if you have lack of compassion, lack of empathy, lack of understanding, that negatively impacts the team you're leading. If you give someone and empower them to make decisions, they can relate to you and come to you with challenges, not necessarily problems, just problems, but maybe solutions as well. But knowing that you're comfortable and they can share that with you, that allows them to be more confident in their ability. If I'm fearful of you that I can't bring a small challenge or something that I'm facing to you because I fear you, you won't get the best out of me. So I think you always have to show compassion, have to be authentic, have to be empathetic. And the authenticity is in good situations and bad situations, knowing that you will be the same approach, the same scenario with the same outcome, irrespective of ex- extenuating circumstances to a degree. So if, for example, very small example, if someone comes to you and says, Oh, I'm going to need some time, you know, I want need some time off um, to handle the situation. Be just approach that situation for any other person that will come to you and judge it. Maybe it's a case-by-case basis, but be consistent with your approach. Be consistent with your leadership is what I'm trying to get at because changing things can move the needle in a negative direction and a gargantuan amount.
0: So, so Daniel, yeah. on that, have you have you been in a situation where you felt like that or you've seen that play out and how how did that situation develop
1: i've been managed by someone who was when i say emotional not you know the crying type but they they showed their emotions Mm -hmm. when they were frustrated they will show their frustration when they were happy elated they will show that emotion they were consistent with that so you always knew what to expect but sometimes that those extremes weren't particularly productive for the team that was being led. Hmm. So you now think when I'm faced with my own team and leading that team, do I now present this problem to this person? Do I keep it to myself? And I just felt like people as a leader, people feed off of your energy a huge amount. If you see your leader being very jovial, very friendly in an office environment, you relate to that. If they're stressed, and they don't want to talk to anyone. People are like are stepping on eggshells. So you really have the ability to set the mood far beyond a professional environment in your own home. You know, as a married couple, spouse, mm. you know, you, you kind of sense that, you know, that that feeling, how how they're feeling. Should I be cautious? You can even sense it. You know, when you translate that to sports. and in a, in a team sport, football, if the captain's getting stressed, he's not going to get the best out of his team. That's why you see often the captains are trying to. If, a, if the, the opposition score a goal against them they try and lift the mood up because naturally their moods are going to drop so the captain has to re-energise them, rejuvenate them, lift them up to say you know what let's focus and let's get back into this hmm. again I could at speak but I would like to everyone else <laughs> the opportunity to try <laughs> let me go
3: way. I could go to, I could go next because um, <laughs> I think um, I got three points in which um, are traits in which I identify in bad leaders or I believe bad leaders Um, consistently have. Um, One is selfish. It's all about I, me, my acceleration, right? Um, I think we can think about that in career-wise or even personal life, um, where you get certain leaders where they try to use their team for the betterment of themselves. So it's, I'm going to get you guys to work all night and I'm going to go and present this tomorrow morning and look what I found. Right. We have no mention of the team. Um, something goes wrong. Hey, it was Daniel that did it. Um, he was the reason I told him to do X, Y, and Z. It had nothing to do with me. So, selfish is a trait that you typically find in a lot of bad um, leaders. Um, Daniel sort of mentioned it at the end, but I think it's the, ina- the inability to control your emotions. So, I think everyone should be, you should feel and have emotions, right? to be a leader, but you need to understand and be able to read a room and control your emotions and not let your emotions control you. Um, I think I've been a leader where someone has completely screwed up and you're thinking, what the, you're looking at the person like, how did you do this? Right. But you understand that, okay, this is not the time you need to be able to control that emotions and understand, okay, how do I find a solution in this particular time? So again, Bad trait is the inability to control your emotions um and then the third one which i don't know why I slip in my mind is well, what was the third one sorry it's just i've lost i it. mean Ollie, um, you've already
0: gone you've already gone above and beyond bro because i only asked for one and you already hit me with three so there's <laughs> only one that gave that you gave like two or three Oh, like no, well, no but,
1: the, the, but I broke mine down in a way that you I like, kindness,
0: like, <laughs>
3: This
1: I was like, "Yo, why?" Okay, no, but uh-huh. whilst the mic's in my hand, figuratively speaking, one thing I didn't mention was the la- the inability to listen. That's one oh, top now. I remember my last one. one. One top trait as uh, as an ineffective ineffective leader is the inability to listen.
2: Mm. And you, let guys have, you, you guys last, are having a versus, a versus battle, in it. Go ahead. The last,
3: <laughs> one, that, the last one, which I, I'm not sure, and I'm not gonna try to. I'm gonna give Daniel the opportunity to clarify. But I think Daniel. Yes, I please think please. a bad leader, and it might, maybe you didn't mention this, but I think is a bad leader is someone that treats everyone the same. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I believe every within a team, you need to lead differently based on the individuals that you have in your team. So I find that there's certain managers who they don't take into consideration the person's style, the development, the area they're in, and they just say, this is how it is. Like, I am I realize that this, I, this person likes email communications. So I'm just always going to email them and expect it. So I think a good leader needs to be able to flex um, based on the team. Like, when I used to play football and I was a captain, right, I knew there were certain players that I might need to shout at to motivate. Like, come on, what are you doing? Get there. Like, And there was other people in the team that you knew, like, hey, it's fine. The next one you'll get. Like, it's okay. You had to maybe cuddle them because you were able to read the different styles. But if I gave everyone the exact same style of leadership or the exact same style of management, it just wouldn't work. So I think – So yeah.
1: Okay, Back back to my last point of lack of listening and being an effective leader. Olu, I did mention that, but I mentioned the antithesis. So when I was mentioned about being a good leader, I said about adapting mm. your style to each individual. Agreed. So yeah.
3: But and when you said about bad. a bad leader, you did say consistent. I mentioned it. In a, con, con, okay, yeah. fine. Okay. That's no, right. um, was a guys, contradiction. I... I feel I feel like
0: um p and I are just gate crashing a uh, a little versus battle, as p said earlier, but then no, but guys now, I really love to hear the 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 discussion between you guys, and I think in terms of bad leadership there's there's nothing really that I can add I think from personal experience for me, I just dislike leaders who don't trust their team as a base case and who just assume distrust and that comes through in terms of how they communicate with the team the level of activities all of this stuff so i think trust is a very important trait where you just by default trust um and then see how that develops versus assuming the worst right from the beginning before you've even listened to the team and understood what they're working on and what they're what they're doing um so that's it from 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 my perspective but no i'm in strong agreement with everything that you guys um, have said Uh, elements it, it sounded like it was a therapy session actually for for olu at times but I just to no i've you. i've
3: really had I've really had bad um bad leaders I, I from the top of my mind I could probably only think of one in my whole career I used to move leaders every sort of four six months um and the majority of them were great leaders so um I just think when you know what good looks like, you're easily able to identify what are the bad traits that the opposites right um and I've seen other people and p might be able to mention it where based on experiences and how they were treated um, he's not on the um, on at the moment but he's experienced you f- figure out what a bad leader sounds like or looks like based <laughs> on so.
0: no it's, it's, it's a great it's a great point Olu. and that that experience however negative it can be it can be a great lesson for us for the future and also shaping how we want to be as leaders now guys I think this is a good uh good discussion I think Pete why don't you close us off in terms of what is bad leadership to you or any specific moments that kind of have carried through in your own leadership journey?
2: Yeah, I think I'll just add to what has already been said, because I think the points that have been raised have been great. I think one thing that comes to mind, which I think is extremely important. So so leadership starts and ends with people. And as soon as the people agenda goes out the window for any reason whatsoever, that's where the leadership starts to become ineffective. So in high stressed moments, all of a sudden now, it's not as easy to coach people, right? You're now trying to drive the agenda yourself. And it's, it becomes very obvious and glaring to those that are being led. So I think I think it's always keeping the people agenda in mind. The other piece is this self-awareness, this journey of being self-aware as a leader, your strengths, your weaknesses, communicating your strengths and your weaknesses to the people that you're, you're leading um, because they can also chip in and help you. They can provide that feedback. So if you don't open up that arena, and have that discussion on where you're aware, very quick, you, you start to see it show up um, at times where it starts to really break down momentum um, and success. And I think the other thing, maybe touching on to the to the awareness, is being very mindful of leaders to be very mindful of that their strengths can become weaknesses in high-leverage moments. So, for example, if you're good at leading in, in a particular meeting, for example. And that's recognized. Great. If you overdo it, you then start to um, take other people's time. Right. And so it's 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 being. And I think that goes back to your point, about this personal transformation that you need to be on. So if 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 what everything I've just said, if you're not committing to that, your leadership style
0: starts to become ineffective. No, I love it, guys, and I think this is, uh, this is going to be a, a great case study for us when we listen back to this episode in 2030 to see how our journey has evolved as individuals and leaders, and then if we ask people that we've led what their view on our leadership style, it'd be interesting to hear how that compares versus to the discussion we're having now. And actually, maybe that gives us a great segue on on talking about the future. So we've we've, sp- we've spoken about good leadership. We've talked. We've also spoken about bad leadership. But let's talk about us very quickly to close. Um, how do you think, or how would you describe yourself as a leader today? And where do you want to be at the end of the decade in 2030? Ooh quick fire by the way
1: okay let me let me let me take it i think i see myself more as a democratic leader so ask people how do you see it valuing their opinions but i think i want to do more of that along with the coaching aspect of coaching people along the way and i'll add to that last quick fire bit or being a bit affiliative so making sure that the people come first
0: great so democratic coach with people first philosophy love it daniel Olu.
3: Um, My current leadership style um, is really focused around building an an environment for trust. So um, that is why all my years of being a leader is being around how do you create an environment where your team feels trusted and empowered in regards to their work. They don't feel micromanaged. And I would say in the next decade, where would I want to be? I would say uh, a thought leader slash expert in a specific space. So I think Mm -hmm. as a leader, it's good to have all the characteristics, but also you need to have some level of expertise in a specific space to drive that vision. Because before you get to the strategic, please, you also need some expertise. So I want to be a thought leader in some sort of arena, if that's in my corporate world. If that's um, in terms of digital, if that's in terms of property, just sort of seen as a thought leader in a space. Mm.
0: Love it. Love it, P. How, how about yeah, you? For me,
2: my current leadership style, and I'm actually looking at home. When I say home, I mean my immediate family and also at home back in the UK with my mum, my brothers. I think and I like how Olu um, framed it is I think my current leadership style is one to build an environment of continuous improvement. Right. So under everyone selling a vision to everyone around me that it's about personal transformation and it's about being on a journey of growth. Um and so that looks what that looks like is me very much leading, taking it on my shoulders to do it. And I love doing that. Where I'd like to be in 10 years' time is much more coaching than I am doing now within home. So much more coaching. I like the the keyword there, philosophy and a and thought leader, because I think I think it's about like it's it's in ten years' time. I would like to think I've gone through a series of experience where I'm actually now gifting that back to people, right? And really, sort of not necessarily feeling like I'm the one driving, which is appreciated. But I'm doing a lot more coaching to have other people feel, yeah, I I, I can drive. You've given me the tools, right? So this is, um, and I think I think I'm not there yet because I think I'm still trying to achieve some things myself. Right, so it's it's difficult to even though you know coaching is important you try you're wrestling with that idea um but yeah that's me
0: now i'd love to love to hear that Payne. i can definitely see elements of that already already today i think from from my side i think today if i if i reflect both personal and professional. I think especially this year as I'm transitioning into a professional leadership role, I think where I'm trying to focus is to have a clear vision for the future, both professionally and personally. Um, Trying at this moment in time to listen and learn to those around me, because it's still an early stage of my career, so there's a lot for me to absorb and learn. Um, and then while I'm in that phase, just try to remove hurdles for those around me to move quicker together with me as well. I think these are really the priorities In terms of the, the 2030 goal, I think for me it's really simple, just to have People around me that have worked for me in the past work together with me, my family, etc., and they can basically say that I've been able to do this, this, this because of this that I learned and went through together with with Sheryl. I think that'll be the big vision, and then hopefully that can translate to to many other people in the world. So I think, guys, that's been a great way to to close episode one zero two of the Take Flight podcast. We spoke about good leadership traits, bad leadership traits, and then also a bit of a reflective moment. And where we'd like to be by the end of this decade, 2030. Um, Thank you guys for, for listening and I think with this I'll give it over to Daniel for the honours of closing. Thank you all for
1: listening to episode 102. We hope you found it interesting, engaging, intriguing and also an opportunity for you to learn a bit about us and maybe for to expand on this another time we could actually share what type of leader we think or traits others have um, in themselves within this quartet. But Ooh. nevertheless. Ooh, I'm giving some ideas, aren't I? Um, but nevertheless, we hope you're all staying well healthy. If you have any feedback for us, you can find us on Instagram at Take Fly Podcast or you can email us at Take Podcast at gmail.com. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, look after one another, and God bless.
0: Take off, take flight with you.